Hello, sparkling entrepreneur. Welcome to the Sparkling Hippie Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Hoover. As a success coach and intuitive artist, I help female entrepreneurs elevate their business with fun, fulfillment, and flow. I'm also an Amazon number one new release author, and my expertise is in intuition, success mindset, and visionary thinking in business. I'm very fortunate to have been featured in Positively Positive, Thrive Global, and Thought Catalog, among other amazing publications. I hope you'll find this show helpful to your entrepreneur journey, and if so, please feel free to like the show, subscribe, and leave a review. Enough about me and the show. Let's get started. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am really slowing down on this one, taking it a step slower. We're going to walk on this one if that's okay, because I have a super, super good friend of mine, an amazing guest, uh, Mr. A. Ray Wright. How are you doing, A. Ray? I knew that. I'm doing good. How are you doing, sparkling hippie? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to have a great conversation with you today. Yeah. Hey, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Can we hear that? You, you remember the WWE? You remember The Rock? Yeah. Dwayne Johnson. I think everybody knows Dwayne, The Rock Johnson. Can I hit like a WWE thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right. And finally... For the millions, and I mean millions of people listening around the world, the Sparkling Hippie and A-Ray the Kid are back. If you smell what the Sparkling Hippie and A-Ray the Kid is cooking, woo! <laughs> I feel like I need to like slam a chair on the ground or something. <laughs> I'm so hyped, I don't know what to do right now. <laughs> no man <laughs> oh i love that up, Haley? love that thank you oh yeah no problem man no problem yeah we're hey back. we're back we're back so let's give our listeners a little backstory um so the title of this episode right it's actually not original back mm. when i first started podcasting in early 2020 I had Adrian come on the show as part of my creativity series, and he talked about how grief inspires his creativity. Uh, I gotta say, if you, well, even if you did listen, you need to go back and listen to that one right now. Um, It was a great, great episode. And let's see, that was episode seven of the Sparkling Hippie podcast. I don't know. I just re-listened to it, Adrian A. Ray, and I was like blown away with how much wisdom was in there. That was a tough one, man. Uh, yeah, it was. It was so good. I mean, I, I went back and listened to it the other day. You know what I'm saying? And um, just remembering, like, coming off uh, my stepdad's death and just dealing with that, and. Man, I, I re- and it's crazy because of everything that's been going on lately in my life, it's like I needed to hear mm. all of you know, like it was, it was crazy. It was a good, it was a good, crazy, good vibe. Yeah. So can I ask you, when did your stepdad pass? Um, it was the end of 2019. It was October. It was 
His birthday is on, let's see, the girl's birthday on, is on the 30th. His birthday is on the 27th. He passed away on the 28th. Okay, so from the, so the 28th of October and then mm-hmm. November, December, January, February, March. So five months later, we had that conversation. Uh, right. So very interesting. It's actually, I did not plan this, but it's actually coming up on five months since my dad passed away. So mm. interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. I, I also have to bring up the fact that we recorded that episode on March 8th, 2020. So if that's not ringing a bell, um, what was going on in the U.S. in regards to COVID at that oh, time for you, Adrian? Boy. <laughs> boy, man. First off, hey, nobody was listening. At the beginning of COVID, it wasn't, I mean, nobody was really shaking up. Um, you know, everybody was still out doing their thing and it was just getting wild. And But it was, people were dying. And I was one of those people who was saying like, hey, this is <clears throat> this thing is going to fade away. We'll be all right, man. More p- people at that time were dying more from like ibuprofen overdose or something like that. I read than people were dying of COVID. And I felt like just maybe the media was hyping things up. Um, and then I think around the interview time though, it really kind of was getting serious. Like, Oh, this is actually bigger than what I said it was. Like, this is a real thing. I need to probably wear a mask like these people telling me to do. Mm. Um, yeah. And then you, you was dealing with the same thing, but you weren't even in America, but everything was going good. What, tell me about that. <laughs> right. So I actually just Googled it. Um, it says the U.S. didn't shut down for COVID until March 15th. So that's a week later. A week, uh, yeah. And, and I, yeah, I was in New Zealand on March 8th and um, we were very much untouched by COVID. It was kind of like, Oh my gosh, that's happening around the world. Even March 15th, when the U.S. shut down, I remember we were watching going, oh my gosh, like this is serious, but we don't have any cases in New Zealand. We're fine. We're going to be just fine. (laughs) And New Zealand actually shut the country down about a week after the U.S. and the the rest of the world was already taking it seriously. But New Zealand didn't actually have any cases for another week afterwards. So... Um, I knew it was, I, I, I knew it was around that time because I know there was one period like where this wasn't really a thing and then yes. boom, everything was like hey y'all ain't going nowhere yeah so and, it, maybe even when yeah. we recorded this it still wasn't it was kind of a thing but not really and not then really. So, I think so yeah yeah maybe right after the U.S. shut down so crazy so I mean that alone we're talking about grief today and I mean Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were forced to experience grief through COVID um and what I mean by that I have to quote A. Ray from the 2020 interview (laughs) because I love this I love this and I get it so much more now than I did then and you said when life is not what it once was that's grief Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah. Absolutely. And so I think in regards to COVID, uh, we all grieved. Wow. We're still, I mean, life ain't yeah. what it was even now. Huh? Life, <laughs> yeah, even now, I mean, everything has changed, man. Even from that, so much has changed since that conversation. Yes. Wow. Um, and life definitely is not what it once was like in America. Um, and then 
in my life and even in your life, uh, mm-hmm. life is definitely not what it once was. Um, and, you know, that was, did I say that was what grief was? Yeah. I, yes. If I could, if I could give that a new definition today, I would say grief is when your world has fallen apart mm. every day, every moment, every second, every hour, but you, you're still breathing. I think that's mm. grief now. When your world has been shattered and you are still here to witness the aftermath of the shattering, that's mm. grief. I'm curious why the update in the definition Oh, 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 good question. Um, because, you know, um, like I said earlier, so much has changed since then. At that time, I think I even mentioned in the interview, because uh, what I said in the first interview was that I was hard to, I had just released a podcast series called Hard to Love. Um, and in that podcast series, I talked about, you know, I was very transparent. I talked about, um, that we could be hard to love, you know, with our coworkers. And I specifically stated that as a husband, I know I'm hard to love. And now I find myself fast forward a couple of years, divorced again. And that is, that shattered my world. Um, it was something, you know, it's something like where you, you see it coming. Uh, but it's like the, I don't know if I can say this on the mic, but it's like the little white boy in the movie that sees in Spider-Man, he sees like this the big balloon falling down and then he just standing there, he's looking at it and then Spider-Man swoops in to save him. But on this side of it, it's like you see your world falling down because I believe that it was a big inflatable world that was mm-hmm. about to crash and hit this boy and all he could do was just look at it. He couldn't do anything about it. He was frozen in time. Um, but there is no Spider-Man that comes in and saves a rated kid. Um, it, it just hits you. Um, yeah. And so you watch the pieces fall down, but um, you're still alive. And so that's why the updated version, because what, and it, you know, exactly what I said about grief, what, um, when life is what it once was, that's grief. But now it's like, when life is what it once was, was when life isn't what it once was that's grief but also when you are shattered in a million pieces and still alive to see that that's also grief now Mm. yeah I actually I really can identify with that definition that really sounds like it fits at least what I have gone through this year and And yeah no, go ahead. But speaking of that, like, hey, like, I, I mean, it's been crazy for me and you. Um, two different types of losses. Um, even the loss of, you know, and I said this in the first interview, the loss of my, you know, that loss with my stepdad. I stated that it wasn't until I was I was an adult that me and him really cultivated a relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, so I lost more of a mentor and a, a really good friend. Um, and you have experienced that loss on top of, you know, a father. So it, um, maybe I'm jumping a gun here, gun here, but is that why you, you, you say you can vibe with that new definition? Yeah. Yeah. And you're really, you were following my train of thought anyway, because I was just, um, 
thinking about the different types of grief. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you mentioned divorce, uh, in my experience. So, I mean, in the last five years, really, it's been all of a sudden I've lost, um, well, uh, all of my grandparents, uh, an uncle suncle, uh, a cousin uh, that was way too young. Um, and so I have been through, I will say loss and grief. But when my dad passed, there was it's a whole different whole different game. I thought I knew grief. I thought I understood it, but um, the last five months have been, just undescribable in, and I mean, shattered is a great word that you used. Um, it, and something I wouldn't have understood before is that it's not just that you lost someone. It's that, mm-hmm. yes, you've lost someone who's near and dear to you. And that alone is incredibly hard, but I drew this, this painting, which we'll get into creativity in a minute, but I drew this painting because yeah, I was yeah. trying to figure out what I was feeling and what was the how can I pinpoint my grief? And Mm -hmm. I wrote grief in the center. And like, I wrote, you know, losing my dad. But then I drew like, I don't know, like spider webs out all from around that. And I I was like, but the ripple effects, it's these things that are so hard. Um, You know, what does life look like for my family now without my dad? Like now it's my mom and my brother and I, it's not our family. Um, at least it feels that way. And then, you know, what does, um, what does that mean for me and where I live and, and raising my kids? What does that mean for my relationship? What does that mean for, um, just everything? Like I can't even explain to you and it doesn't even logically make sense. If you haven't been deeply through grief, this doesn't probably doesn't make any sense. And I find that I have always been a very, um, very spiritual, very patient person, very logical and grief. It's like, Hey, I'm going to throw a a baseball at a, uh, piece of glass and there's nothing you can do about it. It's going to shatter. You, you are going to shatter. You're going to fall to pieces and you're going to try, you're going to have to do everything you can to try to just, just keep going. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, the thing with, um, with grief is that you, I like what you said, you got to keep going. And I think that's what makes it hard. Actually, you know, I was just talking to, you know, Mama Hoover, shout out to her. What's up? Matter of fact, what's up, Mama Hoover? Yeah, man, we in the studio, man. She's in the studio, we already can't, but you do that. Um, we, we were talking the other day and I was telling her that that's the thing with grief is that you start to grieve everything that once was that was connected to the the bigger picture if that mm-hmm. makes sense and um and when you're grieving that you, you start grieving like places and situations locations even movies even jokes or even certain smells and you're like man and then it's like but you you got to keep going through that and it it's hard you know what I mean mm-hmm. um but it's like you said you you find something in you um, you know, for me, for all of us, I think, you know, that's God that gives us that energy to push through to see another day. And sometimes forget another day just to see the next minute. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Um, um, because even a, a second, one, one second, one minute, one hour can feel 
so heartbreaking and so long and so miserable. And you're like, man, I don't even want to do this. Mm -hmm. But yet something inside of you pushes you to keep going, you know? Yes. Um, It's crazy. Ah, Grief. Yes. ah, I I hate it. It's so crazy, though. It is very crazy. I keep telling people it is the wildest roller coaster I've been on. But what you are just saying, that's exactly what I want to talk about today. So I'm looking at this trophy that a friend of mine gifted me so I want to shout I want to shout out at by that one girl on Instagram she's amazing she's out of Bakersfield California and she makes trophies for people who just deserve trophies for being an awesome mom or a generous spirit um and anyway so I have this trophy and it says for watering the sprout of color in your soul so others may bloom. And I, mm. I got that. I was like, oh my gosh, that's like the coolest phrase. And my friend goes, well, those are your words. And I said, you're kidding. In the be- very beginning stages of my grief, um, mm. just a few days after my world shattered, mm-hmm. I remember feeling like, I, I'm so visual. So the only thing I can explain is like, like some, like the lights had been turned completely out. Like it was dark. I'm in a dark room alone. And I don't know what's, I don't even know what the next day is going to look like. Yeah. Um, that was definitely for me the first, first week or so of grief. And I remember thinking, okay, how do I keep, what, what do I do? Just very disoriented. And something told me was like, journal, Haley, you journal. I journal every single day I have since I was a child. I I fully believe in journaling. When I'm not sure what to think, I journal. And so I remember something just nudging me to journal. And in that journaling, um, you know, maybe, you know, a couple days of of just, just a few thoughts, just a few thoughts. It doesn't have to be, you know, just what are you feeling, Haley? What are you thinking? And I remember one, something that came out of my journaling was it felt like all of a sudden in the middle of this dark room, all of a sudden this tiny bit of bright color and bright light is just shooting up like a sprout out of the floor. And it's only the tiniest, tiniest little sprout. Mm -hmm. And I remember going, that's what I'm here for. That is my purpose. And I have to keep going because I have to do this for other people. Right. And Absolutely. so that for me, that little colorful sprout, that for me is, is my purpose, my calling, you know, uh, helping people with their business, writing, painting, expressing myself in any way that I can creatively. Um, and so that from that, I was able, that truly, truly was my guiding light to keep going and, and it gave me that next step towards, towards being passionate again, being alive again, because you're just very numb at first. And so for me, that has been uh, writing poems about my grief, drawing pictures, talking to other people, just expressing it. Um, and that, that has been the most healing thing that I've done. So I'm, I'm curious on that note. Yeah. Um, 
But I just, I just want to say, wow, that that's that's powerful. That's wow. Well, and I let me before hold your thought. Remember your thought. Sure. I just want to say, like, I love that it's. Uh, my thing is, it's in the midst of grief or heartache or hardship that when you're able to help someone else, and I see your mom do it all the time. Mm when you're going through something, but you're still able to help someone else while you're going through it, I think it's the most powerful thing in the world. Mm -hmm. So shout out to you. Another shout out to Mama Hoover, because a lot of times what happens is people who go through something, they begin to get bitter and they begin to get angry. And, And with grief, you do feel those emotions, but the people I'm talking about, they allow those emotions to continue to be in control. Um, but you know, it's powering through that and helping someone else, even when you're in a dark place. And I think that's how we make the world a brighter place. Mm. Um, so shout out, shout out to you, shout out to moms, um, because it's not easy when you're hurting to help someone else. Um, and that just, it just, it just goes to show, man, the, the strength that, um, that you guys have. I mean, real talk, say what you could, but you knew that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I think it's, um, yeah, shows our strength, but I know you've been through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I'm curious, um, has creativity played a role for you in mm. going through your grief of, of various kinds? Yeah, it absolutely has. Um, one, I would say it's been a lot different this time around with, uh, this divorce, um, and being, you know, just just the shattering experience from another one of those things, but creativity has still played a key um, role in my life. And one of the things that I've been doing this time around that I didn't, that I haven't really done before, like in the past, I've been real active, straight up active, doing a lot. This time, I've been sitting back and taking in more. Um, replaying things not to a not to the level where it's like you're replaying a situation over and over and over but replaying it writing it down like okay this is how I could have fixed this situation and something I'm about to drop that no one knows about right now but in my newest book the third book Confessions 2 which is the official title for that I'm actually going to have a couple chapters on divorce so I have written about divorce and that's what I've done differently I've actually done I haven't done a lot of podcasting but a lot of writing Mm. Um, not near as much as I wish I could do I got to do better but that's where the creativity comes through because I couldn't have written about the experience of um you know, whether it's my first divorce or my second divorce, that sounds so crazy, but um, I couldn't have written about those things to help people who are going through that particular thing um, if I didn't first go through that. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm even writing about the toxic things I've done um, so people can avoid those things and learn from my failures. And that's what Confessions 2 ultimately will be about. Like, yo, I dropped the ball. This is what I've done. This is what it looks like. This is what you don't need to do. You know what I mean? And so writing is, for me, is one of the most creative things I can do because, as you know, Haley, as a writer, um, as someone who was a number 
one new release on Amazon. We got to talk about that. Um, you know that um, the energy that goes into writing and the creativity that goes into writing. And when you can talk about your experience um, and get all that energy, whether that can negative, positive, um, dark light, and when you can put that into words and then give that to the world, um, it makes you, it makes your heart happy. Cause it's like, okay, this situation hurts, but I'm glad to a certain extent that hey, I'm glad that I've learned something from it, uh, to the point where I can share that lesson, um, with someone else, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I always like to think that, you know, writing is therapeutic in several ways. I think it's therapeutic while you are writing it, whether you mm -hmm. share it with anyone or not. Right. Uh, and then I think it is uh, therapeutic to read your writing in, later on to see, hey, I made it through that, you know. And then yeah, I also I think if you are writing with the frame of mind to help other people, um, mm. you're also gonna be able to help other people with that writing as well and hopefully spur on their healing journey. Um, yeah, so I, I appreciate right. you sharing that. And I, I also, I love that you said uh, other types of grief led you to more podcasting. And this time with your recent divorce, you're more focused on writing. So I think that's interesting. Right. And then there's another creativity thing that um, I'm tapping into that I have not tapped into for years. And that is um, hitting the gym um, mm. and really tapping into it. You know, this year it, for me is all about if you can get your spirit man right, if you can get your mind man right, if you can get your body right, mm. you know, um, then if you can get those things right, then that will also help with other, that will help with the podcasting, that will help with the preaching, uh, that will help with the writing, that will help you have more energy for the kiddos, you know what I mean? And so, like, I've really been focusing a lot on hitting the gym and just kind of, uh, you know, I'm not the best at watching what I put in my body, but I'm a lot better. You know, I have moments where, like, I, uh, I wild out and I do too much. Uh, but overall, it's getting back to that goal. Like, okay, here's the goal. This is what I need to do to continue to be an um, creative genius, if you will. Not that I, well, I'm being a little cocky here, but I do think I'm a creative genius at times. Um, and so in doing those things, I really think starts with, for me, going on a walk and praying. Mm. You know, there's been several times where I'm like, you know, I gotta hit. I gotta go walk and pray, because if I can't, if I can't talk it out with God, then it's gonna. It just sits on me, and then it starts getting nasty, and then I start getting negative, and then you know doing dumb stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I think being uh, creative with, you know, tapping into that creative energy in the gym is so important. And I would have never said that when we did our first energy, uh, energy, <laughs> excuse me, when we did our first interview, um, because I'm just now realizing how important it is to take care of the temple and um, take care of your body and things of that nature, if that makes sense. So I want to add that to, um, you're right, you're absolutely correct. There are different things that I'm doing now with the grief divorce 
versus from the death grief, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And I, I do think, um, at least in my experience, every day that I'm grieving, I wake up and I go, okay, what do I need to do to feel good? Is it mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical? Right. So, yeah, it's all levels, right? Right. There is, oh yeah, it's levels, layers, whatever you want to call it. I mean, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's there, it's levels to this, you know, Um, Haley, you, you talked earlier about the different losses you have had um, that are all, if I'm correct, they're all kind of back to back, right? pretty much there was uh one that was uh like my my maternal grandmother passed in 2013 uh but aside from that they've all been in the last five years right 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 what um what are some things that you've done differently um with the the passing of um your father that you did um differently with the other ones Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, good question. Um, hmm. Which and your and your father, your father's that's a different vibe. That's a different relationship than the oh, other yeah. ones. So of course it's going to be different. But are there some things that you haven't done that helped with past grief that you're doing now that helps with this situation? Hmm. Well, I think it's interesting. I hadn't noticed it, but with every. Every time I've lost someone close to me, I write. I write about how I feel, what I learned from them. Um, I just, it always, I think death always causes people to uh, go inward and reflect. And I like to do that through writing. Um, So I think that's been neat. But I think whereas, you know, with grandparents and, and even like my sweet cousin and my uncle, I think I wrote some of them privately, some of them are on my blog, uh, but it might've been, you know, a few, a few posts or a few private journals. Whereas with my dad, it has been, oh, pages and pages and pages of writing. And again, it's not just that, it's not just, I miss my dad, I miss my dad. It's, I miss that life is never gonna be the same, that everything about everything has changed. And- Absolutely will be different from now on. And that's, it's really hard to grasp. Um, yeah, so in terms of doing stuff different, I think I've written a lot more. And then also, I don't remember with any of the others feeling uh, called to paint as much. I have, when I can't sleep in the middle of the night, I'm up painting, I'll journal how I feel and paint over it. I've made so many grief inspired paintings through this. Um, some big ones, some small ones. I mean, and so that's been different, but it's like when there's so much emotion, it has to go somewhere. And for me, it's really healthy to express it with color, color and writing. So, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, You know, you said something right there. You said healthy. Um, And I will say that something I have done this time around that's different from the other times that I've experienced loss is that I've had some very unhealthy moments. And I just want to say to anyone listening, now listen, I'm not no psychologist or nothing like that. (laughs) But you are a life coach. I, I, matter of fact, I'm I'm the life coach. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) 
but I will say healthy. One thing I'm learning is to show myself grace and realizing that you'll have an unhealthy moment or two. And for, for people who don't know right now, so with this divorce thing, lost the, everything, you know, like you're, I'm grieving the loss of North Carolina, grieving the loss of my job, grieving the loss of my wife or my ex-wife rather, um, even, you know, her, you know, the, the relationship with her kids. Um, so there's a lot going on. And so moving back, um, Mama Hoover has opened up her house uh, to me. So we've been staying here. And one of the things that has really um, hit me while being here is that um, mom, I think, no, what I was gonna say, mom told me one day that I think she said that you, you, you can't be too hard on yourself. Mm. You can't be too hard on yourself. And um, my thing, like, like going back to unhealthy moments, like, listen, man, I've been doing the most. And mom told me just the other day, like, yo, what you're experiencing it's not what they, it's not them, what they said to you. Um, that's not what you should ride with. But realizing that what they said wasn't necessarily true about you. And you have to learn to pretty much love yourself. And I'm chopping that all up. But it, that's what I took from the conversation is that, you know, get the voices out your head. That's not, that's clouding what God is saying, um, what you're in, what you're going through, you know, get all the negativity, put all that to the side, focus on what's positive and tap into that and focus on that. And I would focus, I would have moments or days where I'd focus on something negative that was said or whatever. And then I would go and be like, you know what, forget it. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to say this. I'm going to whatever, whatever. I'm going to eat what I want to forget doing this, that, and the other. And realizing though just having grace for yourself and that's something that i'm learning straight up and because before like with the with a death it was so easy for me to take heart in the fact that my loved one was in a better place hard the situation doesn't make it any easier hard but with this you have a person that's not you know still here still alive living their best life Shout out to her and, and everything she has. We wish her the best. Um, but then it's like, man, you say you've lost everything and you kind of get mad and you have to do some unhealthy things. And then after you've done that, it's like, man, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Why did I, why did I call that person? You know, why did I go over there? <laughs> you know, why I do that? Why I drink that? You know, but then realizing like, okay, you did what you did. You said what you said. It is what it is. Get up, get back on the track to healing and then move forward. Um, and so that's also something that I just want to say, anyone who's having those unhealthy moments and this type of grief, you know, if you break up, divorce, whatever, uh, I just want you to know, Hey, you did what you did. You said what you said. It happened. It is what it is. Get up, get back on the healing track and move mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you said a while ago, like, you know, healthy, you know, you're doing things in a healthy way. And I just want people to know that like, hey, if you haven't done something in an unhealthy way, don't stay down. Don't stay there. Get up. Try again. This time for me, it's try with Jesus. I don't know what everyone believes in, but for me, it's Jesus. So try again with Jesus if that's your thing. Um, so I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. Um, 
Definitely. Yeah. And, and, and I'm also curious, you know, speaking of healthy ways to express yourself and, and also just the difference between divorce and death, which are very similar, but, mm-hmm. but very different. Uh, I'm curious, right. were, has there been any resources um, that have been helpful to you? Any books or uh, podcasts yeah. or anything like that? Yes. Um, listen, I have I started this book, um, Love Does. Mm. Um, uh, Mom, who's Love Does by? Bob Goff. Oh, there you go, Bob Goff. And that really, and it's and the thing is, it's not even about that. It's not about divorce. It's not about death. It's just the book was just so, it was just so amazing. Um, and uh, that's helped. And one of the things I have been doing that it may sound weird, but I've been reading a lot of books about, um, I say a lot. I've read one book about uh, marriage and being a husband and what that looks like for me in the biblical sense and just kind of learning from mistakes I made and taking note of that and writing it down. So moving forward, you know, if the love thing ever comes around for a ready kid again, then like, hey, you know, we we can say we've dealt with um, this, that, and the other, and we know what that looks like. And I will say there was a devotional on you version um, that was called From Hurting to Healing. Mm. And that was about strictly about divorce. And then uh, another one called divorce. Uh, no, it's called not from hurting to healing. It's called divorce to healing. And that was a 30 day devotional. Um, and that really helped so, so much. There was a thing in there that he talks about. He talks about bitterness. He talks about being angry. He talks about moving forward. He talks about taking responsibility for what your part was, even if like, one person left you for another person or whatever, you know, still taking responsibility for what you've done. And though that's helped a lot. Podcasting, I will be completely straight 100 with you. I have some reason I have this love hate with podcasts right now. And I think a lot of that comes from because, you know, my um, ex-wife played, I felt like she played a big part and, you know, the real talk with A-Ray and one-on-one with A-Ray, um, she played a big part of, of those shows blowing up because before her, I wasn't ranked. Wasn't I didn't have a ranked top five show. I didn't have a ranked top 10 show. I didn't have spinoff shows with six other podcasters and all that. And so right now it's kind of staying away from podcasts a little bit because it's just, it's a little, it's a little bit too much at the moment, um, but I'm slowly kind of getting around to it again um and so but just kind of realizing that even though that life has been shattered and things don't look like they once did before it doesn't mean I won't ever do that again it's just going to be different this time around so a lot of books a lot of writing um a lot of working out um has been my kind of resources right now if that makes sense yeah, that totally makes sense. Um, yeah, I can see the the working out too. I also wanted to mention um, my yoga pra- practice has kind of taken a new level through this too. Just trying to like get, it's like you're saying, like just trying to get the body moving, get it back, like you feel good, you know, just keep going. And physical activity seems to really help that. At least right. for me and you both, it sounds like. 
Right, most definitely. And Haley, I don't know if you remember, um, but we had conversations where I would stay in the house all day after work, you know, if I would even go to work. And mm-hmm. you you kept telling me, like, dude, you need to go work out, man. You need to go, <laughs> you need to go out the house. Yeah. You need, to go, um, you need to go do something. And then I started doing And this is where, okay, this is where the unhealthy thing comes from. Then I started working out and then I was giving you a call. Like, I think maybe two months later, like, hey, listen, I talked to my therapist and she said that I need to have accountability <laughs> partner and to make sure I'm eating because now I'm working out and then I'm not eating. And that was an unhealthy thing for me. It was to the point where if I ate something, I would go work out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was, I was small. I was getting like too small there for a second. Probably thought I was on crack cocaine or something, man. <laughs> we don't, we don't snort the drugs over here though. Um, <laughs> But that's but it goes back to what I was saying. There's gonna be unhealthy times and moments. Um, but I want to say um, the biggest thing with grief that really has helped this time around is having someone to talk to and not holding it all in. And Haley, you've been mm-hmm. that person. Grant's been that person. Jay Ray's been that person. Mama Hoover's been that person. Um, a lot of my friends in North Carolina, a few of my friends in North Carolina rather have been those people. And that for me, that's kind of different because I'm, I'm used to giving people just enough to help them. I'm not used to opening up to the point where um, there's been some times where I've, I've talked to mom and I said like, Hey, yo, I handled that situation wrong. I, I should have never talked to her like this, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And just coming to that, that place where like, Hey, I was the bad guy in that particular situation or that moment. Um, and just realizing like, okay, I did that. I was wrong. Time to move on, time to move forward. And, but I'm saying all that to say, people, if you're going through it, do not go through this alone. I don't care what kind of grief it is. You need someone you can call on to cry with, to have a shoulder to lean on uh, someone, even if it's just, for example, Haley, thank you for being this person. And Haley, um, our sparkling hippie, I'm so sorry. Um, there's been several times where I wanted to reach out to my ex. And instead of doing that, I sent Haley a text message. And at the top in the subject box, I say, this is an Amanda text. And I will some sometimes it's like, hey, what's up? You know, hey, or sometimes it's like, hey, we, we're not going to really say what the last one said. It was a little bit too raw for, for both of our listeners. Um, but, you know, but having someone you can go and do that with has been so beneficial because I think the craziest thing is, and I've done it, I'm guilty of it, is when you lose someone or um, whether that's to um, death or whether that's to divorce, it's going through that alone, mm-hmm. not having someone you can talk to. And you got to have someone you can vent to and talk to. And I can't tell you how the conversations me and uh, Mama Hoover have had that have empowered and encouraged and um I mean, absolutely transformational. And when I tell you, um, you know, mom is, you know, you know, it's mom, you know, so she, she ain't going to sit there and, and, and baby, you know, she's going to tell you the, the raw God on this truth. And so I've had to hear some things, some hard things, especially here the last, what, two weeks, mom? Yeah. Last two weeks. She, she, <laughs> I've been, hey, I've been getting verbal spankings, you know, but it's, it's <laughs> what I need. It's what I need um, at, at this time in my life. And so um, straight up, uh, you got to have someone in your life that can say that. Oh, Haley, you've been one of the people that's been giving verbal spankings too. Oh, we got some visitors. Um, but 
you gotta have you gotta have an accountability partner, and I think you gotta have someone in your life that's going to tell you, "Hey, you're absolutely out of line right now." Hey. what you're going through is okay. Go ahead and cry. Go ahead and let that out. Hey, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm not doing too good. Pray for the kid, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so thank you um, for that, um, Haley. Um, And thank you, um, Mama Over. She stepped out, but man, it's, it's, that's been helpful with this time around because this time around I'm being more open and transparent um, because of that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I I think that's, really good advice. And, uh, yeah, everyone (laughs) needs to heed to that as best as they can. Um, so yeah. So I've got, uh, one last question for you kind of flipping grief. What, as we know, it on its head. before you you ask that one last question, I have a question for you, Haley. Oh, okay. So have, has the sparkling hippie had any unhealthy moments that she feels comfortable enough with sharing with the world mm. or, Unhealthy? Well, have you done something out of character like damn, I, dang i would have never done that okay yes yes you don't even have to say what it is how no, did you I'm, have, oh, go, oh ahead. go ahead go ahead no you go ahead go ahead <laughs> i'm so sorry and how did you navigate <laughs> through that um unhealthy moment yeah, so um, <laughs> my mom doesn't need to hear this, but um, hey, she ain't even in a room, so you're good. Oh, good, all good. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I've just found that I have anger that I don't. I'm not. I don't have any anger at my dad or for leaving at all. But because everything's overwhelming, I think it's frustrating at times, and that comes out as anger. <laughs> and I'm usually really not an angry person at all. And so I have definitely, uh, said things in anger to my partner that I normally would not have said. And, um, one thing in particular where I was like, Oh my gosh, that was way out of character for me. Go home and journal (laughs) was, I was, um, leaving my driveway and this car goes zooming past. And it's, I mean, I was stopped. It's not like I was going to hit her. But I just like instantly got super angry, laid on the horn and was not wishing her well, this car going by. And I remember like, I just took off and I was like, oh, I can't believe that. Like she almost hit me. She needs to slow down. And then like, like I said, in an instant, I was like, whoa, she did absolutely nothing wrong. You are angry. You need to go journal. You need a timeout. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I understand that. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. So, um, yeah, but again, for me, like anytime I get, I get like, I start getting funky, angry, depression, um, depression. That's a new one. Um, uh-huh. to me, depression to me, it goes back to journaling. And I've even gotten to the point where in my journal, I said, I am so sick of journaling. I don't want to journal. (laughs) And yet I know that's what I need. So that's, that's been my fallback on just processing everything and just letting it out, you know? Right. Absolutely. Um, uh, Absolutely, man. You know, I think there's so much magic and power and creativity, especially when you're going through grief. 
because mm-hmm. it shows you that you still have that thing in you that makes you sparkle. Mm-hmm. And because grief will make you think that you don't have it anymore. Grief will make you mm-hmm. think that you're no good anymore. Grief will make you think that it's over and it's never going to happen again. And then boom, you do that creative thing. You do that thing you were born to do. You do that thing that people are still doubting you about. And then, man, you make magic, whether it's a Facebook post, whether it's a, a devotional, whether it's a, you know, what uh, you're, you're in a session with a client and you say that thing that leads to transformation mm-hmm. in their life. And that's the power and the magic that I love about creativity when you're going through because it shows you that, hey, I'm still that dude. Hey, I'm still that chick. Hey, I'm still here. I'm barely here, but I'm still here and I Mm. still got it. I'm still going to keep shining even when my world is dark. That's what I love about creativity when I'm going through grief. Wow. Well said. I, that blessed me. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Oh, yes, they ready to keep, but you knew that. Yeah, yeah. So this has been amazing. And I think a very, I think the conversation we had in 2020, I think this just took it a step, a couple steps deeper on a whole different level. What about you? I think so, too. Um, Haley, let me ask you this question before we rock out, before we roll okay. out. How are you today? Like, um, have you seen the difference? between when it first happened till now yes yes matter of fact I um had a coffee date with a girl today and uh just just being myself she she inspired me and so I started spitting ideas at her for her business and she was getting chills and she was taking notes and she was like whoa she's like is this what you do And I was like, yeah, but I was just having fun with you. You know, it wasn't an actual coaching session. And she said, wow, that's amazing. And I I, like took it a second and I go, you know, that's how I used to be every single day. I said, I'm not there yet. It's it's, uh, maybe once a week right now. But I told her, I said, I'm ready to be back to that every day. So, but I couldn't even probably do that a month ago. So it's nice to see the growth and, and see how far I've come. Right, absolutely. You know, one thing about grief, it feels like you're, you're it, 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 you know, once again, it's what you once knew is over. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, you go through a rebirthing process mm-hmm. and you're learning yourself again. You're, you're, you're learning who you are again. And hey, yeah, there's going to be some things from your old life that you still got. And they're gonna, there's also going to be some new things because of the, uh, the wisdom and experience of the situation that uh, adds to your life and makes you better. Um, but the thing I'm learning is that like, man, grief causes, the, it's weird because it's the death of something, it's the loss of something, but at the same time, it's also the birth of something new. And to the people who are out there dealing with any type of grief, this is something new. You have a blank canvas in front of you. Yes, the, the past is there. Yes, the hurt is still there. Now, what are you gonna do with this new person that's also coming out of this loss? It's like, uh, um, it's like I, in the new book, Confessions, I talk about the phoenix rising from the ashes. This is a new, this is a new thing. Yes, you're, you're coming from the ashes. It hurt, it burned you, it scarred you, but now look at you, you're something beautiful. And what are you going to do with this beautiful canvas in front of you? Are you going to waste your grief or are you going to tap into it and shine? Mm. Yeah. 
I love that. I see you doing that. I see you doing that, man. Keep doing that, homie. I see you doing that too. And that answers uh, my my question from earlier was, does grief inspire you? And well, let's hear your answer. (laughs) Does grief inspire me? Absolutely. Because it shows you that no matter how far gone you think you are, when you have a gift or you have a calling on your life, you can still get up every day, even though it's hard, even though it hurts, even though you have tears running down your face, when you get up every day and you answer that call mm-hmm. and you tap into your creativity, man, that's just, the, that's the, and you look, and then you look back at what you just did, even when you had a tear coming down your eye, getting ready to do what you're about to do, and you can look back at it and you say, wow, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I kind of said that a while ago, but that's, that's, that's what inspires me. Like, man, like, yeah. I can't believe out of all the hurt, all the pain, like I'm taking my hurt and I'm giving it to the world so that they can get some type of healing from what I'm hurting, mm. from what's hurting me, rather. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I love it. I love it. Well, A-Ray, thank you so much for rejoining me for this conversation and, and sharing what you've been through and what's worked and what hasn't worked. And uh, would you just let my audience know how they can get in touch with you if they're interested in yeah. learning more about your work and what you do. Oh yeah, man. So check me out on uh, any major um, podcast platform, Real Talk with A-Ray. Um, and then I got another show. It's called 101 with A-Ray. Um, that's also on any major podcast platform. And if you don't do the podcast thing, you can definitely find me on YouTube with the same name, Real Talk with A-Ray. Go ahead and to all those shows, like, subscribe, leave a review. Uh, If you don't even do all of that, check me out on Facebook. I got the funniest memes. I got the (laughs) best encouragement for you. And uh, remember, say ready, kick, 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 kick. But you knew that. (laughs) Oh, and Haley, because I want to put this on my show, where can my people find you at? Absolutely. So I am thesparklinghippie.com I am very active on Instagram my handle is at thesparklinghippie and uh, I'm on Facebook as well at thesparklinghippie but um, yeah pretty much everywhere I hang out a lot on Instagram but you can find me all over so yeah I would love to uh, if you are from Adrian's audience send me a DM let me know that you heard this show and that you are a viewer of of, uh, Adrian's Uh, I don't know if it's a viewer, if you're listening to a podcast, but whatever, you're part of his posse. And I would love to just meet you and, uh, and get to know you a little better. So yeah. And, and just let us know if this, this show is helpful. It'd be amazing. So awesome. Uh, Yo, and to, uh, to my audience, Hey, we back, man. (laughs) But you knew that man. All right, man, I'm done. I'm done. All right. Well, thanks, A-Ray. Thank you guys for listening. Be sure and like whoever show you're listening to, rate and subscribe it. That helps us out, helps us get this message to more people. And otherwise, we will talk to you all soon. Hey Sparkler, one last thing I'd love to share with you. I recently updated my website to include 
not just one or two or three, but tons of free stuff. My resources, things that have helped me in my intuitive business journey. So feel free to go to my website, www.thesparklinghippie.com. There at the top, click on free stuff and knock yourself out. Um, I have uh, several different guides and resources as well as our beautiful, wonderful free community where you can connect with other like-minded intuitive business souls. So definitely check that out and hope to see you around the interwebs.